All right, what is going on, everybody? You are listening to the Inquisitor Bro podcast, and we have a special one for you today. We're back in the studio, and we have assembled quite the cast of characters for this very special pod. We will explain what's about to happen, but first, in the blue corner, you know him and his many voices from episode 17, Scotch Pod, and episode 26, Star Wars, into 2021 and beyond. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Lawn. Oi, bruv. How you doing, mate? Lovely to be back, innit? Welcome back, welcome back, and in the red corner, he brings you all your NFL content for this podcast, and when it comes to Petrovsky's, he is definitely in your top three, Ryan is here. Hey guys, not going to do an accent, but glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) That works, that's just fine. And in the concession stands, Chris. Hey, how's it going? It's good popcorn over here. (laughs) This podcast is going to be a blast, we're going to let you know what we're doing, but as always... I'm Andrew, and this is none other than the Inquisitor Bro Podcast. All right, let's go. All right, so as we teed it up in the intro, uh, we've got a special pod for you today. We are calling it the Action Fantasy Actor Draft. And let me try and go over the rules. So what's going to happen is I'm going to try and explain the rules. I'm going to mess it up. Chris is going to cut it, and then somebody else is going to do it. So we are going to fill eight roster spots. And you guys help me out if I miss these. We've got leading man. We've got leading woman. We've got supporting actor-actress. We've got wild card. We've got the villain. We've got the comedic relief role. And last but not least, we've got the director. Did I right. get them all? Right. You got them all. Okay. It's seven. It's seven. Yeah. Seven? It's not seven. eight. Seven. Eight okay. is the plot line. What's yeah. in the box? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, that's fair enough. So uh, what's going to happen is we did a little coin flip ahead of time. Uh, Chris won the coin flip, so he will be going first, then myself, then Ryan, then Matt, and then Matt again. That's what a snake draft is. If I didn't mention it before, one snake draft. So uh, a couple rules off the top that we kind of nailed out between ourselves. Um, for instance, supporting role. You can't really pick like an A-lister. Unless you can really defend the pick why it should be supporting, we'll see how that plays out. But that was kind of like how we figured it would go. Um, the only roles that are for A-listers are basically leading man, leading woman, uh, director, I suppose, and also villain. And then after that... Yeah, um, I mean, wild card's a wild card, so we'll see how it, how it plays out. I think, Does that mean you have an A-lister for wild card? I mean, you're gonna gotta pass you might as well we put an A-lister. It's a wild card, card, baby. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to yeah. put a tight end in your flex spot, you know? <laughs> I think those are all the rules. We can probably jump right into it. Did I miss anything? Um, did you talk about the subgenres? I think maybe I didn't. Okay, so what we, we were both given subgenres. So Matt and I will be drafting for a spy movie. Uh, Chris and Ryan will be drafting for a sci-fi movie. So we will be competing against each other. At the end of this, uh, we will give you our movie plots. Yes. To go in line with the picks that we made. We'll each be taking turns doing that. And then we will kind of have a consensus between us if we think somebody was able to cast their movie better. But most importantly, we want to hear from you guys. So if there's any producers out there, you know, my name is Matt Lon. Uh, look me up on Instagram, DJ Spooky Red. You know, uh, if you want, I, I'm here for you. So I got the script. I got it written out halfway. So whenever you're ready, just give me that shout. Okay. Producers love those half-written scripts. <laughs> half-written. That's their shit. That's it. First of all, Matt, we're not even sure you're going to have the best movie here, okay? So, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I'm just saying. But to basically run it down, yeah, we're starting with a blank slate. We're going to try to draft our own movie like you would draft a uh, fantasy roster in sports. We're doing it for, for, uh, for a movie. And uh, Ryan and I are doing uh, sci-fi. You guys are doing spy movies, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I don't think I missed any rules. I think it's pretty straightforward. Chris, you won the coin toss. You're going first. Yeah, let's do it. 
So, with the first pick... Your movie is on the clock. Okay, one more thing, one more thing. Before you make your pick, just say which role you're drafting for. Right. Um, Because we don't have to necessarily draft... In any particular uh, order. ...any specific role right away. Now, so, I have the first pick, and for me... I am doing a sci-fi dystopian movie. Think about, like, The Matrix. Think about Terminator. So I need someone with a little bit of a, a physicality to him. I don't want someone who's too old. I want someone who's, you know, has some name brand value but also can play some physical roles. So I'm going with my leading man, and I am going to draft Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Nice. Do you right. know what? Crazy, crazy. Hmm. I didn't pick him. He was one of my candidates for leading man. Oh, wow. Crazy, thought, hot take. I don't think Michael B. Jordan can act. <laughs> That's just my opinion, but like you obviously have not seen uh, Fruitville Station. It's uh just it's just a hot take. Or Just Mercy. I yeah. watched Just Mercy. Or, Actually, a good movie. But uh, uh, what kind of what kind of forever? <laughs> he was more like a cartoon villain in that one. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. He's not the greatest villain of all time. There's there's greater. Well, he's leading man. He's not he's not the villain of my movie. It's true. That's good. So we go see. I can see him in action though. Creed. He's good. First of all, let me let me justify the pick here because that's part of this thing. Yeah. Was amazing in Creed. Very mm. physically present, obviously mm-hmm. a boxing movie, but I think you can keep that up in a lot of other movies as well. Yeah. Now, Matt, you talk about how he I might not be it. the best dramatic actor in your mind. Well, like, luckily with action movies and that sort of thing, that can be over. Uh, that can be kind of blended over with some cool action scenes, which I'm hoping he can provide. But Fair. what I'm looking for is someone. When you have your leading man, you slap him on the poster. Someone's gonna look at that and be like, "Oh shit, Michael B. Jordan. I'm gonna watch that." I like Michael it. B. Jordan is one of the most recognizable name brand guys. He literally na- shares a name with one of the best basketball players, <laughs> best basketball player of all time. Um, That's why you're picking good up. Looking, <laughs> hey, he's a good-looking guy. Good face for movies. I think he's a good start to a movie. Is your, right. is your sci-fi like movie it. just Space Jam? Are you just drafting <laughs> Space Jam 3? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to disclose what my movie right. is yet, All but right. no, it's not. All right. All right, after you can start. So uh, we're going to me now, is that correct? Mm. Yes. Yep. And the next pick, and I'm so glad that I'm getting an early pick here because okay. I got some big people I got to get out of the All way. Right. I'm going with my leading actress. Yeah. Got to get out of the way early. Okay. We're drafting for a spy movie. I got the ultimate spy, uh-huh. Angelina Jolie. Ooh. Okay. Do you think she's big a little over pick. the hill, though? She might be. Well, How truthfully, old is she now? we didn't really set the rules here, but like, I'm just assuming this is we're drafting prime people. No, no, we're drafting no, today. We, oh well, no, no, obviously oh, not. No. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Because if I drafted this Char- is a fantasy draft, if I drafted Charlie Chaplin, I'm not casting a dead guy. I'm drafting no, prime Charlie casting, Chaplin. He's dead. You're casting a dead guy. No, no, no. A fantasy draft. Yeah, we could have gone. And first of all, she's not over the hill. She's like 44. That's, that's <laughs> Did you look it up? She's still pretty hot. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Let me defend my pick. All right. Okay. What is the biggest attribute of a spy? Cultural adaptation. You gotta blend into society. Okay. She was a triple agent in SALT. She managed to fool both America and Russia's central intelligence agencies simultaneously. Ended up being an American spy who was originally a Russian spy undercover as an American spy. She did not defect once, but she defected twice. That's like crossing the North Korean border on foot three times. Show me somebody who can do that. She can. Did you is that your movie? That's, that's an actress, really. Yeah, I mean, it's fiction. She didn't right? really do it. She's also she's been in a lot of spy diverse. movies. Like, she is a white girl. And she's a hot white girl. How is she supposed to blend in? How is she, who is she blending in with? The prostitutes. That's about it. Buddy, she can blend in, okay? She fooled Russia. She fooled America. Change her hair. Change the makeup. She's like a sexy chameleon. I'm curious as to what the IMDb rating on that movie is uh, before we talk about that pick. Salt. Salt. I'm not, I was. You had me salt with Angelina Jolie. Then I you started talking about salt. It's salt was supposed to be high. a man cast in the leading role, and then when Angelina Jolie wanted to do the movie, they switched the role to a female. Did you uh, not enjoy the movie? 
Was, was she good? not good in the movie? It was fine. I watched it 10 years ago. I am still like a child. It but like, you know, it's fine. 6.4. 6. 6. 4. 4. That's, That's a super high. That's a passing Rot- grade. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it 62. Ooh. Yikes. Okay. That's rough. It's not so fresh. That's She's got, it's not the freshest. Hold on. All That's right. not the only catalyst here. Okay. She's got more reputations of being a badass. Ready okay. for this? Original Tomb Raider. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, she played a spy. Yes. Right? Also gave us Brangelina. Should have led with that. Lead with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> she was a spy in Saul. It was like 20 years ago. Uh, she was a Kung Fu tiger in Kung Fu Panda. Spies need Kung Fu. Oh, that's oh, true. All right. And she was a slutty fish in Shark Tale. Mm. Was she that's, Shark Tale? That's the role. Slutty fish. I haven't seen all that. Right. Angelina Jolie. Right. Okay. That's it. I'm really glad I got that out of the way. I didn't want anybody to steal that. Ryan, over to you. All right. With my first pick, I'm going to go with someone who can play pretty much any role. He can do... Action, he can do for? funny. Yeah, what role is this for? This is for my lead actor. Okay. okay. He can do action, he can do funny, he can do scary, he can do pretty much anything. This guy is a jack of all trades. This is going to come as no surprise to Chris because he knows this is my boy. This has been my favorite actor. I already know who you're taking. Forever. I'm going with the man standing six foot one out of Burlington, Ontario, Ryan Gosling. Ooh. Oh. with the sexy man. pick. Sexy pick. Nice. I want this movie to sell fucking sex. <laughs> nice. And it's going to sell sex. Okay. Is, is Ryan Gosling going to say anything in this movie? Or is he just going to stare? <laughs> kind of like He's mostly naked, but he will say something. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve my judgments on this pick until I hear the movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I like it. I like it. I mean, Ryan, the Goss. Ryan Goss is always a good start. He's a great he's actor. He's also, yeah, he is very versatile. I mean, oh, like, yeah. to be able to do La La Land and then you mm-hmm. throw in and, like, and throw Blade Runner 2049. Sci-fi, dystopian <laughs> yeah. future movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. He has some sci-fi, before, uh, right. sci-fi experience. Okay, it. we are switching it over to Matt then. <sighs> oh, man, I'm loving how I got this spot now. I was, I was upset about getting last and two I realized straight, two snake, straight picks. snake drop? <laughs> okay, we're going to just knock the villain right out of the way. Okay? Okay. Villain. When you think villain... But a villain who can, like, enthrall you. A villain who could be your friend. Sneakily. That's the worst. But then that villain who can also, you know, just just scare you to death. Just crush your soul. You're not thinking about anybody else but Christoph Waltz. I actually had him as my villain. Oh, son. Unbelievable. That's why I was so glad I got that out first. Yes. I should have gone. With How him many first. languages oh. will he speak in your movie? <laughs> okay, hold up, real quick. He drafted him. He's out of the way now. Anybody else was gonna take him? I, I was, was gonna. I was gonna take him. Yeah. That's great. Well, the interesting thing about that's Christoph Waltz. That's why I had to pick him first. That's yeah. why I had to pick him first. Is he's one of the guys who can. Um, he is an extremely versatile actor yep. um, mm-hmm. who can play a lot of like a lot of different roles. And actually, I, you could have had him in supporting roles as well that I mm-hmm. think would have like played well would have been uh, good for his type of stature within sure. Hollywood because he's. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if he's truly led any movies yet, right? He's usually a very strong complementary piece to like some big movies. Yeah, it wouldn't if he led. I mean, he was the main villain in Bond. He was the main villain in Inglorious Bastards. He won back to back Best Supporting Actor Oscars. Yeah, that's what we're talking Um, about. He was a great. He played great in Django Unchained. Although in Mm -hmm. Django and uh, and, uh, Inglorious, he basically played the same guy. Just one was good and one was bad. Um, you no, have that very he was not a German anything like the, the, the mannerisms King I, I swear yeah. to god the mannerisms that he plays are the very same he's a very specific speaker when he speaks yeah, okay and he, like, has a he is speaking, yeah. like he's always the smart guy who's very specific and like mm. I don't know he just I think he plays mm-hmm. kind of similar roles he plays Artic- it well very he's soft, very soft-spoken articulate, articulate. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, anything else though? You want to anything else for Hans Landa here? I, th- I think it goes without saying. Y'all said it all. I mean, <laughs> and went to, wait till you hear my movie. Yeah, then okay, you're gonna be okay. like, "This is the guy." Christoph you Waltz know? is a great actor, and you put him in any movie, and he's going to play his role well, and it's yeah. a good start. And he'll get nominated and for Oscar. Speaking well, of starts, this, hold up. This was your villain, right? My villain. I'm gonna call you out a little bit in that obvious pick. No. Ooh. Yeah. yeah Fifty obvious. Years of Bond. Who's the one villain that leads all of Spectre? Christoph Waltz. You pick the obvious spy movie villain. When you see my movie. It's not that way. <laughs> is your movie Bond? Nope. Not at all. It's a good pick. We should. That, that's a good time to mention that one of our uh, baked-in rules in this that we haven't mentioned is the uh, is uh, the uniqueness rule that we have. You can't just rehash a movie that already exists, even though Hollywood loves to do that. We're trying to make something that's unique. Absolutely. So you can't actually just, like, for example, you can't just draft... If Daniel Craig is your leading man, I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> You're actually pretty much banned in drafting uh, Daniel Craig from this because hey, that's... Hey, dynamic ending. duo! Like, what? <laughs> no. But no, the movies have to be unique. Uh, yeah, for sure. Matt, it's your next pick. We're I, going back around. I, I, I appreciate movies that are unique. That is like, I, when I see a movie that is unique, it just... I'd rather uniqueness over a better movie sometimes. So that's all I'm going to say about my pick. And if we're talking about uniqueness, I'm uh, pretty sure three people at this table said that they were going to pick Christoph Waltz. So what's Andrew going to Actually, pick? that's what why it's not unique. We're all picking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did not have him on my roster, but I did look at him. I considered right, it. Right. Yeah. I think he's a good actor. All right. So on to my next pick, which is I'm so happy that I get to go again. Uh, it's my supporting actor. And my supporting actor is the man, the legend, that British man who can do an American accent like no other, Idris Elba. Oh, okay. oh I had him on my okay. list. Oh. I, my list. I needed man. a calm, calculating, spy-type person as my supporting actor. Is Idris Elba a supporter, though, at this stage? Of course he is. Absolutely. A guy who's who's up for literally Bond? And didn't get it? Didn't get it. Doesn't lead anything. Exactly. Today, he led the, he led the Dark Tower, the didn't apocalypse. he? <laughs> he was one of the leads in Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah, and he's been a supporter many times. Yeah. So I think it's very fair that I he can play fair. another one. And racially and diverse. He's cru- and he's crucial to my role. He's he's almost like a like a second lead as opposed to a uh, supporting actor, but he's definitely in the supporting role. I like Idris Elba uh, in this role speci- for a supporting role in a spy movie or like any action movie because, I mean, even though he's a little older... He's a large man, and he yep. has, like, that physicality aspect yep. that you can, if he beats the shit out of someone in your movie, I don't know if he will, but you can kind of like, yeah, that's believable. I can yeah. see it. Yeah, like, absolutely. He brings the physicality. Yeah. He brings the, but he also has that calm, collected side, as an operative would need. And also, a good-looking man. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, right, take, 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 take it yeah. Hey, he can play the honeypot. He said that about any of the actors we named so far. Sorry? <laughs> You've said all the guys you've named are good-looking, except Christoph Waltz. <laughs> I mostly just went with hottest guys. Yeah. <laughs> Christoph Waltz is a good-looking German man. I mean, well, yeah. Austrian. Okay, Ryan, you're next. Okay, so I'm going to go with my leading actress this time around. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to save that one for later. i got a bunch of leading actresses that I, that I can play off, so I, I, I might lose one there. I don't care. The one person that I really need to fill a very specific role is my comedic relief role. I want... One specific person in this movie, I want the guy that's going to draw a crowd, that can act, that can make you laugh, just by the way he says things. That's why I'm going with another Ryan from Canada. I'm picking Ryan Reynolds. 
Whoa. for my comedic relief role. Wow. Whoa. Okay. That that's terrible. That's, that's <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's one of the funniest what, actors that can actually play a role. He's rehashing his uh, White Castle uh, <laughs> uh, role. I'm Carolina, just thinking of all the funny people you could have picked. Like Ryan Reynolds is like not like. He's funny as an aside, but he's not like a main funny dude. You know, you know he's hilarious. not the main actor, actor in this one. movie, though. He's like the seventh lead. No, no, he's like the comedic relief. I yeah, understand. He's going to come in, say a couple quippy lines, make a little sarcastic comment here and there, and then get the fuck off the screen. All right, okay. Ryan okay. Reynolds was right. literally on my comedic relief right? roster. Really? I, I was considering drafting him. That's he's not my main guy, but like he, he has experience in some movies just literally showing up for cameo, being hilarious for yeah. a little bit. Um, and then leaving. And My only question is, I think like he might be a little bit too A-list for this, but I'll let it slide. Well, it's a comedic relief role, right? Like There's, oh, there's cameos all the time, cameo. guys like this. Right? Cameo, true. It's no, nice, solid yeah. cameo. I was going to say he's a, kind of a lead, but then as a cameo. But lead, that's what a cameo, cameo is, right? Yeah, it's a lead absolutely. playing a minor absolutely. role. Absolutely. Cameo works, for yeah, sure. Right. Anything cool. else for you? Uh, no, I think well, that's uh, it. It's your turn. All right, Deep, what you got? Okay, so we are drafting a spy movie. All right, who is the greatest on-screen detective of all time? It is none other than... Batman, the Caped Crusader. Not only did my guy play him for one of the greatest trilogies of all time, nobody has played him better. We're talking wild card here. Who is a better wild card? This dude is like the multicolored card in Uno. A spy needs to be able to adapt to his surroundings. One might even say shape shifting. My guy is Christian Bale. He comes in all shapes and sizes. The machinist, 120 pounds, almost died. Batman, up to 220. The fighter went from being a polished billionaire to a southern crack addict, 145 pounds. American Hustle, 230. Ford Ferrari, 155. Up, down, up, down. Anything you need, he'll disappear. He'll be giant. Whatever you want. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. What weight is he in yeah, this movie? Yeah, I was going to ask. Is he going to be Ooh, 98 that's pounds? that's a good question. What weight is he in this movie? 350. <laughs> I'll tell you at the end. It's part of my plot. All right. His size is, his his size size is the plot. <laughs> As I was saying, I'm not done. I'm making this a strong pick. I've got to keep going. Supersize it too. <laughs> My wild card pick, you want versatility. It's the wild card. You want the polish. You already made your pick. Of American Cycles Patrick Bateman with the mental instability of American Cycles Patrick Bateman. <laughs> These are all very key. Even the dichotomy within his own movie is unmatched. When you said the accent thing, I got a little worried because, like, he is a big accent. The dude is English. Most people don't even know that. His yeah. middle names are Charles and Philip. The only way he could be more That's English is. That's how you know he's his, good. His, his, his name middle name was Elizabeth. I said no other. I, I might have spoke too soon. Absolutely. The, uh, Christian Bale is a legend. Legend, legend, legend. Jack of all trades. He can do it all. This is my guy. It's my wild card pick. Fair enough. I, right. I, I mean, remains to be seen, you know, uh, how that's going to play out. I just Angelina, want to interject here, and like now it's my turn, but I want to just make sure, Andrew, you're aware that like these actors, like they don't actually physically do these things, right? This is like movies. So you don't actually have to find someone that you think can physically do some of these stunts. Like you don't actually have to find a physical spy. I'm just saying you make Why good not? picks. Yeah. But Why not? Who's better at playing a spy than an actual spy? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tell me I'm wrong. You're just like <laughs> just actually hire some spies and just ruin <laughs> yeah, like national jobs. secrets. He's a spy and an actor. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. You don't even need to be an actor. If you are a spy, just play yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you got Kristen Bale and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, so it's my turn, and I have, just to refresh, my leading man, Michael B. Jordan. I think now it's time to make a villain for me as well. Like, the biggest thing with the leading man versus villain is you want something that there's kind of a 50-50, you're not sure who's going to win necessarily. Yeah. So I need someone who's just as physically capable as Michael B. Jordan, um, and that's why I'm going to go with a guy who's a very good actor, also happens to be British as well, Seem to be going with the British theme. I'm going with Mr. Tom Hardy. 
Ooh. Yeah, solid pick. Solid pick. As your villain? Yes. Nice. Good. Tom good, is one of the most pick. versatile actors today. He's on my list. Um, he can play basically any role. And also, if you saw the way he looked like in Bane and Batman, but just in general, this guy can build up some muscle. You know he's only like 5'9", like, eh? Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, <laughs> on screen, he looks like he's 6'5". Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sometimes those shorter guys, like they can just bulk up really yeah. quickly, right? Like yeah. he can, uh, he can put on some weight, and he yeah, he, we're talking about shape shifting. Yeah, he's yeah. the type of guy. He's the type of guy who can play a really good villain. Um, now, uh, I guess it's my turn again, and I'm gonna go with my director because I'm doing a sci-fi movie. I want to make sure that I have a guy who's going to lead it in the right direction. And this is probably not a guy who's too well known, to be honest, but. Uh, his name is Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, what the oh, fuck? What do you mean not well-known? That was my I pick, one of the too. biggest directors working at this yeah. moment. I don't know. He's not, like, the biggest name, like, Steven he's Spielberg here, he's or doing Quentin the Tarantino. Dune he is, yeah. man. Dune, Blade okay. Runner, uh, uh, Prisoners. Arrival. He's my, one of my favorite. He's my he top enemy. enemy. I don't know if you've seen Enemy. enemy. Fantastic Amazing. movie. Well, okay, uh, I wrote him down because I was going to li- I didn't think it was as well-known as he is. So Incendies, like, bro. Yeah. If you haven't seen Incendies, <laughs> y'all need to watch that the right now. He's a huge director. Okay, well, yeah, that was the guy who wanted. Right. Um, you guys already basically stole my thunder there, but yeah, he's done <laughs> Prisoners, Sicario. Sicario, like, Sicario of yeah. course. He's, he's got like a vi- he's got a violent aspect to him that he knows how to do. And then yeah. recently, Arrival, Blade Runner, and uh, also the Dune movie that's coming out. This guy knows how to direct. I think I have a good solid foundation with him. He's the go-to sci-fi guy. Yeah. That, that's the guy. The guy that no one knows. <laughs> 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 okay, Andrew, going back to you. Your next pick. That was that was pretty solid. Okay, I gotta get my I gotta get my leading man out of the way here. Uh, don't want him to get poached. I, I I gotta be honest. Who already drafted the leading man? Do we I know? Uh, Just one. Yeah. I have as well. Yeah. I, I think I think this is pretty obvious. There's only one leading man. He only makes winners. I feel the need just to list a few of the things he's done. Let me know if you've heard of them. <laughs> Titanic, Catch Me If You Can, Gaze in New York, Departed Blood, Diamond Shutter Island, Inception, Django, Revenant, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And to round out the pack, I simply ask you never to judge Leo on his winners. I ask you to judge him on his losers, because he has so few. The masterpiece that was The Wolf of Wall Street. Spy movie, airplane go fly movie, that time Leo got high movie. It doesn't matter. Leo for lead every single time. All other actors, all your other leading guys that you guys are gonna pick, you can clump them all together, right? We're gonna do a little, we're gonna do a little test here. Watch this. Um, in the past two decades, um, who here has been in Ocean's Eleven? Show of hands. Oh look, all of you idiots! Every other leading man who thinks there's something over the past two decades did the stupid get together everybody movie. Are you speaking to like guys like Matt Damon and Brad Pitt or something? Are you like, talking, who's about, us? talking about Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Clooney was in that movie. Yeah. Sheila was in that movie. Clooney's not an action star. But he's in the movie. I'm saying leading (laughs) men. My guy Leo would Uh never stoop to such lengths. Okay, never. Ocean's um, Eleven is a classic. (laughs) The original is a classic. It was a remake of a classic. You need the star-studded cast. Beyonce doesn't do things with other people. She (laughs) She was so (laughs) like Destiny's Child. Yes, and what did she do? She got the hell out of there. Leo's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt, the other biggest actor of all time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And who who was the supporting actor in that movie? Bradley. No, no one really knows. No, we to know. It was Brad. He was dominating. Co-stars, <laughs> weren't they both? Uh, oh no, yeah. But to make like a more serious point, story. like right. I can obviously anyone would consider consider Leo for a leading man, but that does affect the way that your movie is going to go. Not Absolutely. really. He's good I think in it every does. Movie. No, no, he for... is good in every movie. But like what I'm saying is, it does generally. I think it would make your movie a little less actiony. I don't it's know. A I think spy he's movie. more. I think he's more a dramatic it's, it's guy act versus like. Except for what? What is? One of the worst movies that he's been in, 
Body of Lies. It is a spy movie. He is a spy. What is the IMDb score on that movie, uh, Mr. Laptop? It got 7.1, but Rotten Tomatoes gave it 55. 55%! No, no, no. You're taking it Rotten Tomatoes! You're standing by Body of Lies. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Are you going to stand by Body of Lies, Leo? <laughs> that's, yes! That's yes, absolutely! That's what you said. Okay. Turn the okay. mic on! Okay. Give me the IMDb score. Okay. It's been on. This is all, we're still recording right now? Yeah. Of course! Oh, yes! Of course! Oh, this gold. We're gonna see. We're gonna see how this turns out. Okay, so he's got... Body I'm of Lies, by body, He's got Body of Lies, The Tourist. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, we can't knock. We can't knock. We the can't boy. knock him. We he's one of the best. But don't, three but and a half hours fighting a bear in the snow by himself that gave him the uh, Oscar. Yeah. It's they gave him the Oscar because they had to give him the Oscar. He deserved it. He deserved one for so long. Am I wrong to think that, like, Drafting Leo as the lead in an action movie fundamentally changes the arc of the movie versus Absolutely. like maybe a guy who's like young, a different guy. Like yeah, Leo is more in type of action. He's movie. a more I understand, he's a dramatic, dramatic actor. Like, literally an actor, actor, not someone. Who's My subgenre was spy. Yeah. Yeah. A spy is a lot less actiony than a typical Michael Absolutely. Bay action movie. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question: Does Leo play the spy, or is that Jolie? Are they both spies? Well, you gotta wait for the end. He hasn't decided yet. Yeah, yeah. so we just like, we just like, on body lies over here. We just like he hasn't, it. he hasn't decided how heavy Christian Bale is gonna be. He also hasn't decided <laughs> who's going to be the spy. <laughs> Guys, I'm excellent on my feet. <laughs> to round out my Leo pick, I just gotta tell you some of the people who wanted to work with him over the years and who have. Let me know if you know any of these guys: Scorsese, Cameron, Tarantino, Woody Allen, Spielberg, Ridley Scott, Sam Mendes, Christopher Nolan, Clint Eastwood. Never heard of him. No, I, yeah, I figured probably not. I mean, nobody. He's the best actor of our generation. Absolutely. Thank Hands you very on. much. But he's is the best he's actor. The best spy is right. the question. He's the best here, actor. I'm people. just saying he hasn't done as many action movies. He also like seems to be kind of moving away from like pure action stuff. Like absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll I'm see. Just putting we'll it see out how there. this goes. I'm just putting it out there. I, we'll see what Andrew's pitches. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ryan, it's your go. Okay. Um, why, don't you refer- gonna... why don't you refresh who's on your squad right so now? So I got my leading actor is Ryan Gosling. My comedic relief role is Ryan Reynolds, and that's all I have. And Chris took my fucking director pick. So I'm gonna have Ooh. to make another director pick here. Ooh. I want I only put two on my list because I I thought for sure I'd get Villeneuve, because I didn't think Chris would pick him, and I I didn't think he'd be great for a spy movie. So this is a curveball yeah, for yeah. me. So I'm gonna make sure I get my other guy on my list. The other guy I really wanted. This guy doesn't really need a pitch. His work speaks for itself. The guy gets nominated for an Oscar every time he makes a movie. It's Christopher Nolan. He can do sci-fi. He's done Interstellar. He's done movies in like wow. Inception. You know this guy is he's one of the best to ever do it. If you ask me. Now you. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be good for a spy movie, but for a sci-fi movie, you can't really go wrong with Chris Nolan. No, he's going to be great. Amazing. Just the only thing with Chris Nolan is now when you pitch your movie, there's going to have to be a really convoluted Ooh, uh, time Ooh. aspect and like storyline. I'm going to be making this up on the spot. None of it's going to make sense. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. So that literally sounds, like, that literally sounds like Chris Nolan. <laughs> oh, that's it's hilarious. like, what if time was going forwards and backwards at <laughs> the same time? So, Chris, are you even trying anymore? It's going to be good. <laughs> Tonight's going to be epic. The two yeah, biggest yeah. sci-fi directors head-to-head yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. The two biggest sci-fi directors right now. Can't go wrong. Good pick. Wow. Okay, so Matthew, I'm up for two. I'm really you? liking this spot, guys. Thank yeah. you for that coin toss. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you want to recap your team real quick? Okay, well, I got Christoph Waltz. He's my villain. Yep. Big bad. All right, we got Idris Elba as the supporting actor. I'm trying to decide between leading woman and wild card. Let's start with wild card. I'll just do them both at the same time. Um, I'm going to go with... Benicio del Toro. Great mm. 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 card. He can do anything. He's a shapeshifter as an actor, uh, and we've seen him be a very 
ominous presence in Sicario mm-hmm. well, as an seems, assassin. That seems to be kind of like where a lot of his movie roles go now. He's going to probably be someone who's morally dubious in your role exactly. and someone who's like... Exactly. He yeah, means you know business, what it is? His resting exactly. face... Mm-hmm. Is frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Resting face frightening. Yeah, Correct. I like it. Beautiful. He doesn't even speak English, like his primary language. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. So, and then I'll follow that up with my leading woman. Uh, she has to be gentle in this movie, okay? But this is a spy movie. We're talking femme fatale here, all right? You got the gentle, oh, let's be friends. Let's be cute, you know? But then she also has to be cold, heartless underneath it all that facade who better than to shapeshift in a single scene and hathaway i'm thinking catwoman in mm. dark knight rises where she just goes from being mm, her how about, and like how about to, pull up? <laughs> and like whatever she can do anything hey buddy and just, i'm talking about wait. Young, she, when she cleans up yeah. she cleans up nice did you see cats <laughs> no one saw cats if you watch cats well, you already lost. She so, was in it. <laughs> no, so was Idris Elba. And so was <laughs> a lot of great actors. Are you okay? cats? Oh, it don't buddy. matter. Your team's taking it, a toll. It don't matter. I just saw <laughs> a team I of cats. I, would not, I wouldn't judge anyone on cats. You Absolutely. know what? Like, they went for the money there. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a check made it, no it money. so much money. But we're yeah, talking yeah. The, to, for the studio. Yeah. I don't think Anne Hathaway was, like, looking <laughs> for residuals necessarily yeah. on that one. But I think it, she got it up front. Well, yeah, the but budget for the movie was, like, a billion dollars so. <laughs> yeah. But if we're talking, you know, Spy Girl, Get Smart, Bingo, we're talking Catwoman, who can play that femme fatale, that morally dubious, both sides of the field, Devil Wears Prada, she can be the pretty, you know, girl who's also, you know, afraid but can transform into that confident woman. There is nobody that can play my role like Anne Hathaway she was actually the first character actor that I picked on my list. Really? Princess, Princess Diaries in Hathaway? Yeah, Prin- no. that's exactly who I need. <laughs> Princess no. Princess Diaries to Catwoman. That's what I need. I've got a hot take. I think Anne Hathaway is overrated as an actor. <laughs> I think she's good. I think she's good. I don't no, think no. she's as good as she gets credit for. No, no, no. She's like <laughs> she's like an 8 out of 10 actress. Okay, actually, she well, a lot of the things sing. She, Wait, she can I sing. Does your movie have singing? No. Okay. But she, she but can do it all. Relevant. She can do it all. He, she's okay. She's like a good actor. Catwoman? I want to jump She was great as I want to jump on That's Ryan's one point role there. that kind of changed um, me a little bit. Do you think that she might be riding off the coattails of just simply that Catwoman performance? That was her oh. pièce de résistance, but after that. She was bigger Christopher that. Nolan does not pick losers, okay? He picked Anne Hathaway for Catwoman mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. saw the potential that I see for my character. Buddy, I could have put the black suit on and been just a good at Catwoman. Yeah. No, you Chris Nolan's directing like, no, no, She was like the eighth best person in that movie. No, she wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah, she was, was easily number... Five. Two, actually. What? Two? Yeah, yeah wait, I put wait, her wait, as number wait. two. You got wait, wait. Bane, then her, over then Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, in in, no, in over Dark Knight Rises? Over Michael Caine? Michael Caine was better? Michael Caine's always better. Lucius Fox was better? Lucius yeah. not better. Can Lucius you, is not better. Lucius Andrew, played Lucius, which Andrew, is played Morgan Freeman the you said entire eight. time. Andrew, you said she was the eighth best. Can you name seven characters before? Yeah, there was an extra that got shot. <laughs> there was the guy who shot the extra. I don't need to go on. <laughs> we don't have time for that. There was like three guys him. in that that jail pit scene. I believe like, Yeah. And when you and when you see my movie, it'll all make sense. Alright, okay. I like how he, um, most of us would say hear my movie, but Matt's literally saying yeah, see it's, my it's movie. coming out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ryan, you're up now. All right, so I'm going to go with my lead actress now. 
And as you guys know, I've drafted Gosling and Reynolds, so I've got a lot of sex appeal in this movie already. A lot of uh, Ryans. A lot of Ryans, and I want to keep that sex appeal up with someone that is a, not only a fantastic actor, but just gorgeous. Are you about to draft yourself? <laughs> oh, you wait for that wild card. <laughs> no, I'm going with someone who is, has Oscar talent, but can be funny and charming and, and sweet. I'm going to go with Margot Robbie That's what I thought as my lead actress. Yeah. Okay. I don't choice. think you can go wrong with Margot Robbie as a lead actress in any movie. She's like... I thought about her for mine. She's yeah. pretty, uh, like, physically speaking, she's like a bigger woman as well in terms of, like, her size. I think, and like, I think yeah, she'd be great nine, in an yeah. action movie. Like, I think so, too. I mean, Harley Quinn, well, she did it. But I, like, Tanya, yeah. come on. I, Tanya? Great. Yeah. Classic. Wolf of Wall Street, her character yeah. was phenomenal. No, like, absolutely. Can't yeah. go wrong with Margot Robbie. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street made her career. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no one scene. <laughs> yeah, she was also in that terrible Will Smith movie where he was like the pickpocketer. We don't talk about that movie. Right, yeah, right. we don't okay. talk about that movie. <laughs> All right, good. I mean, it's a solid pick. I mean, yeah, how can I hate? Solid, also, you got like solid. some major longevity on your side. What is she, like 30 at best? I think yeah, she's younger than that. Yeah. Late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. I think yeah. she's probably I our think, age. Late you 20s. know, honestly, yeah. a lot of actors, some actors and actresses sometimes are a little older than you think because mm-hmm. they can just like True. age them well. But yeah. She's not too, too I don't think she's yeah. over 30. But she gets naked a ton in my movie, so it's going to be hit. <laughs> spoiler, is she getting naked? <laughs> uh, spoiler, Ryan's movie is actually just a porno. It is a porno. <laughs> it's full penetration. Sci-fi porno? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Ryan Gosling walk into a room. It's called Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Dystopian for sure. <laughs> Okay. Oh man! All yeah. right. Well, now I gotta compose myself to make my next pick. Uh, that's pretty good. But I'm I'm going with my uh, supporting actor. Now, supporting actor can make or break your movie. Yep. Which means unless all your movies are gonna be I Am Legend, you're gonna need a stellar supporting actor every single time for years to come. So what do you need? You need longevity. I need to know until the day you die, I can plug you alongside of my star in my movie, and regardless of your age, you're going to absolutely kill it, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you. Christopher Plummer. Mm. Okay. I like wow. older person, too. That's a, yeah, that's out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. Not only he's my supporting actor, he can also play my wise old man if need be. As the movies progress into their 13th uh, <laughs> chapter? Yes. Yes. <laughs> correct. Supporting actor, he's got three nominations after the age of 82. My yeah. dude is like a fine wine. Oldest supporting actor win, 82. Oldest nom, 88. You know what most people would do in 88? Nothing, because they've been dead for 15 years. You know what he did before Do you that? know what the one average... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and what one an excellent movie, movie it was. <laughs> Speaking movie. of that movie, why don't I bring it up? It's my, my movie my is a spy movie, Sound of Music. He escaped the Nazis <laughs> with a maid and 10,000 perfectly pitched children. <laughs> Tell me one other old man who can do that. Amazing. Andrew, I have a question for you. Yeah. I, your role as kind of like wise old man, that sort of, would it not have just been more kind of current and better just to take Michael Caine, for example? Like, <laughs> no, because that's like the He basically pick. just, oh, yeah, you're right. It's like the, he's in every single Chris Nolan movie. He's like, already drafted Batman. He's not going to draft Alfred yeah, as well. That's true. Uniqueness. <laughs> I'm not going to take Alfred. I'll take someone who looks like Alfred. Not to mention, <laughs> like three nominations after the age of 82. He is no, he's great. He's, oh, he's currently very good, yes. He's also dead. But that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. My movie might have already been filmed. He joins a long a- list of other old wise actors, including Yoda, Alfred, Lucius Fox, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, and Rafiki. As an old man, he's great. Absolutely. As a younger man, he is untested. There's one movie. That's fine. So it's so it's right. my old man's supporting actor. Okay, good. Done. Yeah. Per- perfect. So three, three it's, noms. Just right. gonna throw that back in there. Yeah. I so we're that. swinging to me now, and just to refresh people on where I'm at, I got. 
Uh, Dennis Villeneuve as my director. Michael B. Jordan as my leading it's man. Denis, it's Denis. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. And you went to dress and doesn't know how to say his name. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people say Dennis. I thought I'd make it easier. But Denis. But uh, leading man, know. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, my villain, Tom Hardy. And uh, is that it? Yeah, that was it. So I have two straight picks now. I'm going to take both my leading woman and my uh, supporting actor. We'll start with my leading woman. Now, Ryan, you actually took one of the ones that I was thinking about. Obviously, Marco Robbie, who wouldn't be thinking about her? Mm-hmm. Think about her every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I'm going to take someone that... Now, Matt, you talked about Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, prior to Anne Hathaway being Catwoman, that might not have been a type of role that you would have necessarily seen her in, but she <laughs> did really well, right? She's a really good actress. Yeah. So like, when I'm, what I'm thinking about is someone who I think can be the next... Anne Hathaway Catwoman. Okay. Someone who's a little younger and like someone who I know has good acting chops and I think can play this role. And that's why I'm going with Emma Stone. Okay. Weak. Okay. Wow. Weak. For she a sci-fi is not movie. hot, dude. No. She is uh, not hot. She's good looking. First of all, no. I think she's a very good looking woman. She but has, secondly, wears a ton of makeup and is a dog. <laughs> Guess There's what? It's acting. movie where she played, <laughs> wow, a, where she played a dog <laughs> and then she became hot wow. in the movie because of I think Emma Stone's a really good actress. She and is, I think like, she's, she's a great actress. Attractive, good actress. Terrible skin. Objectively, bad skin. Oh my god. But it's like paper thin. Khloe Kardashian is like hot. It's not. Wow. It's wow. Not. Wow, I didn't expect that much pushback. <laughs> oh, man. Look, as an actress, yeah, she's amazing. She's, okay. she's amazing. For a sci-fi movie, though, has she done anything like this? No, well, that's why I'm like, looking for something like the new Anne Hathaway, right? Like, her, yeah. This is someone who's gone like from, uh, for example... Uh, EZA. So well, it's going to be EZA. It's going to be Which Dogs in Space? Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... No. <laughs> No, I mean, like, obviously, like, she could succeed in a place like La La Land and also, like, the... the well, who wouldn't it? succeed in La La Land? Name one other movie other than La La Land that she was awesome in. Uh, the, the zombie one. Crazy Stupid it? Love. Just go with it. Oh, yeah, sure. She was good in Crazy Stupid, Stupid Love, yeah. amazing movie. Yes, great film. Fantastic. She was good Fantastic. in it. With my boy Ryan. She was fine, though. She was fine. She, she could have been replaced by literally anyone. anyone. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Ryan Gosling did really carry that movie. She was yeah, good yeah, in exactly. Zombieland. She was good in Superbad. She was good in Zombieland. Point is, like, she's been in a bunch a of pretty diverse no a pretty diverse set of movies you said and Zombieland Zombieland's a good movie Zombieland is a right. good like movie Zombieland? no it's a good movie correct yeah it's a good yeah. movie I'm trying to make a good movie over here <laughs> I thought you were trying to make a great movie my apologies you're just on the same level <laughs> they can't all be winners they can't all be winners bro you drafted someone who was dead <laughs> it's fine I'm, I'm cool with it it's great that's a great pick Christopher Lamont is a legend Hey, <laughs> maybe my movie's done already. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it was made before. ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> look, I think Emma Stone. Look, I'm pretty happy on Emma Stone. Another person I was actually considering considering here was Daisy Ridley. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I thought she like she she's did a pretty cute. good job with Ray. Yeah, and she does even though it was we bad. Sorry, you know she she's uh, sci-fi. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. she's cute. Uh, I, it's fine. But did you mention she does sci-fi? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with my supporting actor. Hopefully there's not as much pushback on this one. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> super surprised. But, um, okay, I'm going to go with, like, someone who's definitely not an A-lister, but decently well-known, Michael Pena. Okay. Hmm. He's a good actor. Yeah. Like, everything he does, he's pretty solid in. That's he's more of a comedy guy. Yeah, he's a supporting actor. That's when he, like, in a big yeah. movie, he'd oh, be yeah, a definitely. supporting yeah, actor. No, 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 I, I would almost say yeah. he's more of, like, a C supporting actor, right? Yeah, I just don't see him in space. I'm fair. not going to That's space necessarily. Oh, true. Sci-fi. Does, does right. Mexico have a good space program? And also, also, <laughs> See, fly. Also, actually, yeah, this is a hundred <laughs> Also, this is a pretty bad example. You say you don't see him in space since he was in space in The Martian, but <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously very forgettable. Yeah. 
Right. No, but no, he's a really good actor. He's played a ton of roles really Dude, well. When they, when they left Matt Damon on Mars, I was like, why couldn't they have left Michael Pena? <laughs> oh, spoilers, I haven't seen it. Oh, man. <laughs> No, okay, but yeah, Michael Pena, supporting actor, I think he's a strong bet. Um, yeah, wow, that's a super terrible pick. <laughs> well, okay, if you're going to go with. Is like, it a terrible pick, or is it just not the pick he would have made? Well, hold up. Out of all the supporting actors, he could have picked, picked Michael Pena. Right. Right. So, I guess what's we'll wrong see with Michael what his Pena? movie is, though. we got to see what his movie is. You're also going to probably pick an A lister, which goes yeah. against the entire rule. <laughs> For what? Am I supporting? Probably. Didn't I already pick my support? Uh, Christopher Plummer, A-lister. Yeah, Former A-lister. Or dead. He's either an A-lister or dead. You've broken the movie. You've broken the rules. Christian Bale's my wild card. Cri- oh, right. So he's got, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold up. What are you talking about? Christian Bale's not a, uh, Christopher Plummer is not an A-lister. He was nominated for supporting actor three yeah. times. How can I not pick him as my supporting a actor? A lot of A-listers get nominated for... He has never started anything other than Sound of Music, and even then it was Julianne. He's a co-star, yeah. Also, I would say then, like, also your wild card, for example, Christian Bale, total A-lister, wild card. Yeah, wild card. Yeah, you know what wild card means? It's wild. Be anyone. Ryan, yeah, Ryan, but it, Ryan it was meant was as a supporting no, he's role. Comedic but, relief. Oh, right. The yeah. point is, I think like some of us are bending the rules in different ways than I necessarily would have. But that doesn't. I'm bending I'm going, them to fit my movie. Yeah, you're bending <laughs> them to make like literally just like, an all-star cast, which is fine. I'm going for a realistic movie. I think. I, I think Chris Plummer was a good pick. It's I think Michael Pena is a good pick yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, that's really just not the same. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, my turn. Am I going now? All right, time to cast my villain. Uh, what do you want in a villain? Okay, first thing, stop at nothing. My guy literally murdered multiple innocent people on his way to the presidency. Okay? These people weren't even running against him. They were fringe actors that he just killed off, just in case, at the slightest chance they got in the way. As you probably figured out, my dude's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. He was on my list for a villain as well. Right? It's a good pick. I mean, he's a villain in real life. So yeah. it's, it's perfect. Don't it worry, might be hard to sell that one to the producers. I'm getting to that. Okay, <laughs> what else do you want in your villain? Okay, you want him to stop at nothing. You want him to be ruthless, but you also want him to be deceptive. I also want, want him an to actor be a who's not canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, the can't so far, the so far in your movie, you have a guy who's been canceled and a guy who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But I also have a guy who's very deceptive. Uh, I present to you Kaiser Soze. Yeah, that's Again, true. Like if this yeah. movie was made 10 years ago, this is the <laughs> most all-star cast. <laughs> Straight up. My movie will have a lasting effect. Right, People will okay. watch it for a long time. I like it. Uh, okay. I got? Well, hold on, maybe I got some more things. Maybe I got some more things. Um, oh, another thing. You gotta hate him. You absolutely have to hate the villain. Yeah. Right? Lots of people hate him. Oh, yeah. They hate him. You don't want any of this, like, anti-hero <laughs> thing. You kind of felt sadness for Walter White. You felt the pain with Darth Vader. But, like, you cannot hate a true villain. You don't want that back and forth. You want nothing but hate. I give you Exhibit A. 2011's margin call. He played an investment banker. Everybody hates bankers. We are completely unlovable. As far as coming to the earth, you got Weinstein, then you got lawyers, and then you got bankers. Spacey's up there too. Though. And then you got Spacey. <laughs> He's right above us. Uh, yeah. For the listeners out there, Andrew's a banker. <laughs> I know. I know the profession. We're not loved. <laughs> this was gonna I, be, lo- I love you, Andrew. My, my, I love you. That's appreciated. Right. No, I like that. But as my final One point, banker, I like. I only got one more point for Spacey, and you guys already mentioned it. You can hate him in the movie, and let's be real, Kevin may not be the best of dudes off screen. So you can also. That's one way to put it. That's a very delicate way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That is my ultimate villain. Dude, you guys watching uh, what's uh, Soze movie, uh, Unusual Suspects, right? Yeah. 99% of the movie, the dude was operating in plain sight. None of you even saw him. The best kind of villain, the one who can just work in front of you. I hope that works in your movie. I hope that works. Don't worry about it, it's fine. I hope. 
Um, my movie's taking a twist. You just that's if anybody goes to see it now that Kevin Spacey's in it. <laughs> Otherwise, they pull like a seven and don't reveal that he's in the movie until you're already three quarters of the way through the movie. Like, oh, I hate that guy! Lock out. <laughs> a, little, a little segue on Kevin Spacey. When he, after he got like uh, canceled and everything, you guys uh, see that thing where he basically rehashed... YouTube video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. rehashed Frank his... Frank uh, Underwood. His yeah. Frank Underwood <laughs> persona at a Christmas special and he's like cutting uh, a turkey. It was called like F.U. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was really poorly <laughs> History done. History would like, look back at me and... You know what you wanted. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what you wanted to see. It was very History creepy. he's speaking about, the redemption, it's me with this pick. You got an interesting movie here. This I is say. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting cast. Okay, sure. Ryan, your go. Okay, I think I'm going to go with my villain now, too. And I'm going to pick someone who may not typically play a villain, but this guy is just one of the best actors in the game. He's Oscar bait. This guy is a method actor, so you know he's going to commit to the role. He's going to get real dark with it, and I, I appreciate that about him. I'm going with Mr. Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he can play the role that I want him to play in this movie. I don't know what that role is yet, because I haven't thought of my plot, but I think Edward Norton's going to be perfect for it. Anything he's in, it's a good movie. No one looks at Edward Norton on a cast and says, oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't like Ed Norton. Everyone likes Ed Norton. He's the guy that... He was great in Sausage Party. <laughs> this was your was he in Sausage Party? Yeah, no, he this was is my a, villain. He was, was uh, he was okay. the bagel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I like him as a villain. Yeah, I think he, he could play a villain. He, he was great in American really. History X. He, exactly. So, he's a villain there. Fight Club, you know the guy. Anti hero. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, anti hero. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, he was also the best Hulk. Just as a side point, he was best the best Hulk. Hulk. Better yeah. than Ruff. Better than oh, Eric yeah. Bana. Ruffles. <laughs> Ruffles, my guy. Absolutely. Dude, they had Ruffs as oh, wow. Hulk stuck in Hulk for a whole movie. Yeah. Shooting basketballs in a bedroom? <laughs> what is that? Mindless beast? He did not choose this. Him as Hulk, though, is sick. Uh, nah. In that movie, If I wanted to see CGI Come act, I'd watch another movie. Oh, because <laughs> Edward Norton wasn't CGI'd as Hulk at all. <laughs> no, dude, he backed on the pounds. Right, right, right. Method acting. He went full method with that. He went that. full Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, good pick. Very talented. Thank you. Okay. Alright, Matt, two straight picks. Sick. Uh, why don't it. you refresh the listeners on who you got All and right. what you got left? Alright, I got my leading woman, Anne Hathaway. Young Anne Hathaway, by the way. Just a right. little bit younger, maybe f- like a few years, because it'll be necessary for the role. Uh, you got Idris Elba as my supporting actor in that spy role, you know? Mm. Uh, you got the wild card, Benicio Del Toro. As soon as you say Benicio, you already know. Um, then we got Villain. Christoph Waltz. That's your strongest pick. Strong, strong mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I guess now, who's we'll left go for you? With, uh, I got comedic relief. Yeah. Director. Director. Yeah. And leading man. Oh wow! Still haven't picked okay. Yeah. And I, I don't feel afraid of, for any of these uh, picks. So, but the one I probably feel most for is director, because this is going to set the tone for the whole movie. For sure. I want it to be thrilling. I want it to have jokes. I, a little bit. Not too much jokes. I want it to be light. in A little bit lighter tone, but it's dark, too. Mm. You got both. Okay. He threads the line perfectly. Okay? What are you saying? <laughs> this movie's going to be everything Think, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Baby Driver, my friends. Okay? Crap Edgar Wright. 
You didn't like Baby Driver? Baby Driver sucked. Why? Oh, I love Baby Driver. It, it was trying so hard to be Drive, but just wasn't. <laughs> How? It's not Drive at all. I feel like it's the same word. It's not way. No, exactly. Just because there's yeah. that whole scene where there's, there's the music and the driving is. Uh. They share <laughs> What's five <he> was- letters. <laughs> <laughs> they drive a lot. He's <laughs> a getaway driver, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crap movie. <laughs> Drive, he gets away one time at the beginning. And it and was that's, beautiful. It was that's amazing. That's the extent of made his getaway. Made me cry when, I, when he got away. It's a great movie. Yeah. But Baby Driver is a, like, action movie. That's, it is. That's right. It's more know, of an action movie. It's more of an action movie. It's got the comedy, but it's also, like, very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx in that movie is very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Good you know what's great in that movie? Uh, great John Hamm. You know what's great John in that movie? John Hamm's good in everything. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My <Sure>. boy! <laughs> so, but you get, you get the tone there, and he's got other great movies. But this one captures the tone of my movie. What else has he done? Yeah, have, where uh, I've seen anything. All of those, like the ones in um, in England, uh, with those <laughs> two guys. Oh, the James Bond movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, At World's End. Um, Never saw it. Uh, like the, the Simon Pegg movie. Yeah, the Simon Pegg oh. movies. The, the the trilogy with him and Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead, and also oh, okay. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz is great. Yeah. Okay, so he, he does. Yeah, right. he has a very he has a very like specific way that he films things. Exactly. Like Hot Fuzz, like in particular, has like a very kind of specific way they shoot their yes. shots just mm-hmm. very quick transitions yeah. and all yeah. of his movies a little wry humor thing of that but this is less comedy because those are way more comedic but Baby Driver captures that line that I want uh, yeah so it's Edgar Wright he's my director uh, and then next I mean if you're gonna go comedy but also kind of serious but super jokes we're going with Jonah Hill hmm. okay yeah. alright he can act, and he's funny. Do you know what? I thought about Jonah Hill for comedy and supporting, mm-hmm. but then I thought we're casting a spy movie, yeah. and I'm like, doesn't make well, sense. Who does he play in Just a spy wait. movie? Just Also, wait. first of all, a lot of spy guy. movies also have people that aren't necessarily in the field. Exactly. Some background exactly. people. Exactly. This guy's feeling what I'm... He's feeling it. He's all feeling right. it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, so Jonah Hill's great. Have, I actually love Jonah Hill. You have one more great. you yeah. have one more pick left, right? No, yes, one more pick, and I picked my two there. Anything yeah. else on Jonah Hill, though? You're not really giving him his due. He's one of the great supporting guys of all time. I mean, mm, he's, he's great. The he's great gonna, supporting guys. He's he got good. nominated he's for great. an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, well, he's, he's done well in, like, a lot of supporting roles. That's he's true. awesome, yeah. Moneyball, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. Uh, Superbad, come on. Yeah. Uh, Two of those are comedy. What was the one with the gun running? He was running guns. Oh, War of Lords. War Lords. Yeah, yeah. War Dogs. Something like that. War Dogs. He was great in that. Yeah. With the. That other guy. Teller. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. That was a good movie. I actually like that movie. And I love Joan Hill. Anyway, I can't hit that pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. How, just like with the Christian Bale question, how large is. Jonah Hill. He's fat Jonah Hill in this okay, movie. Okay, good, good, for sure. The yeah. only Jonah Hill. Like, get him, like, get him to the Greek. Like, get him to the Greek. Another one. Guys, get him to the Greek. We didn't even mention it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Perfect. At his fattest, basically. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was very, he was very large. He was only fatter in The Sitter, I think. That was his fattest movie. That was one I never really liked. It was not a good movie, but he was like, I want to say 300 pounds in that. Yeah. This movie could be the sequel too super bad. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> super bad. That would be. A- <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm gonna say. I, think, I feel like you're drafting. You're doing a twenty spy years later, and they're just both <laughs> no, spies. No, it's not. Okay. No, no, no. That'd be an interesting. Okay. That would be an interesting sequel concept, <laughs> where like they just take the movie in a completely different genre yeah, and direction. Like Terminator Two. No, uh, Alien Two. There we go. Yeah, Alien Two. <laughs> McLovin is like a Darth Lord. Oh, <laughs> okay, Ryan. Here we right. go. Uh, I'm gonna refresh. My lead actor is uh, Ryan Gosling. My lead actress is Margot Robbie. I got Edward Norton as my villain. I got Ryan Reynolds in my comedic role. And my director is Christopher Nolan. Uh, I'm going to go with my wild card at this point. I was going to draft a supporting actress because I thought we were doing supporting actresses. 
Mm. It's been replaced with a wildcard role, so I'm still going to draft an actress here, but I'm going to pull someone off my lead actress list because it's a wildcard. Why not, right? Let's, you know, let's get crazy. So I'm going to go with another great actress, Oscar bait actress again. I want this movie to win some fucking Oscars. She is instantly loved in every role she does. No one, no one doesn't like Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is perfect in every sense of the word. She's funny. She's charming. She's sweet. She's a fantastic fucking actor. She can do it all. Do you think you can have a movie that has both ScarJo and Ryan Reynolds in it? Oh, yeah. Given their uh, their history. Oh, it's going to happen on screen. They're <laughs> professionals, and they're going to act like professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like going up. Your movie's going up on Pornhub? Or oh, like? for sure. <laughs> Exclusive on right, Pornhub. Right. Ryan has some real big Dennis Reynolds type <laughs> yeah, of, uh, right. for all you, the, the Always Sunny fans yeah. in there. And the twist, we show it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're curious about this pick, though. Can, like... Can you have two, like, supposedly good-looking chicks in the same movie, you know? I've seen so many movies late night with two really good-looking chicks. <laughs> the Bond movies <laughs> thrive off that. There's always yeah, two. exactly. You want the main Bond well, girl. one dies. One dies. Right. The others just... But the one dies early, early so there's really just one. But she's kind of surprised. Andrew, I don't think you'd make it very well as a Hollywood executive. <laughs> hold, there's hold too hold many hold beautiful on. people in this yeah, movie. There's a, there's a go- lot Let's of people. Let's throw Emma Stone in there and say, <laughs> Hey! Bring the average down. <laughs> Uh, she is uh, a beautiful woman, just maybe not like as beautiful she's as a some beautiful others. actress. She's a beautiful actress. She's an actress first. She's beautiful at acting. And happens to be also an attractive person. Beautiful on the inside. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure she's got a big heart. Yeah, absolutely. I like Emma Stone. I, I don't. I don't Everyone likes this. Emma Stone. These guys are being haters. Yeah, Emma slander. Stone's great. Okay, Andrew, your go. I'm sure she's a fine individual. She's fine. She's fine. She's a great actress. You guys don't have to see my movie, though. She's a great actress. I will watch it, but I'm just going to be like, why am I watching her? When I could be watching somebody <laughs> When she's looking. the next Catwoman, then... <laughs> if, she's not, if she's not the love interest, I'm down. She's not. <laughs> she's she not. Can't, she can't be Catwoman. She's got to fit into the black suit. Yeah, like, how could she's Emma a Stone be Catwoman? Oh, it's a she'd be like hell. a dude, well, first first of all, black she's not, penguin. First of all, I'm not like she's not actually Catwoman. I'm not making a Batman, but like it's like that's kind of like the vibe. <laughs> all right, like all someone right. who can, right. a woman who can act and also like do some action scenes. All right, like, we'll get and, to your movie. All right, we're yeah. gonna get there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, why the hell did I take Emma Stone? <laughs> no, I, I stick by the pick. I'm all picking right. my pick. Uh, it's time for my comedic relief. Um, I'm going. I'm going Chris Tucker. Oh, okay. Hmm. Three interesting mega successful Rush Hour movies and, and not much else. It's the, I'm going to say it again. Three <laughs> mega successful Rush Hour movies. He was also in Friday. Okay, okay that's fair. Um, spies. I'm doing a spy movie. Spies travel the world. You got to be able to communicate with people of all cultures. His partner for three movies was Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan don't speak no English, but did he have any problem understanding Jackie? No. No, he did not. I feel no. like you're confusing actor and role again. <laughs> he's been doing it. He's been doing it the entire time. He thought Kevin Spacey literally to quote you, he literally killed people. To I'm just trying to envision a movie where Christopher Plummer and Chris Hunter are in the same movie. <laughs> oh man. I will good. I will get to that. <laughs> what else I got on Chris Tucker? Yeah, you want some it's a it's a spy movie, it's an action movie. You want yeah. somebody fit. Right? right? I didn't cast Seth Rogen. You want somebody who is individually funny, but if he needs to kick ass, he can. Okay. Um, what else I got for Chris Tucker? <clears throat> not too much. Not, not, not <laughs> too much. There's not much to say about Chris Tucker. Yeah, He's been rush hour, he was in Friday. Yeah, apparently he was in Silver Lion's Playbook, which I didn't see, but oh. apparently... Oh, that was a good movie. I don't remember good. him in that. He was in that. Yeah, he really? was the friend. 
okay. of uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Chris Tucker. Very that movie got nominated for Oscars. I think he had Tourette's in the movie too. No. Silver Lion did. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Also, his stand-up is phenomenal. So if ever I got to do like a little Seinfeld like mid movie where like Chris Tucker Uh does some stand-up, I'm set. What spy movie doesn't have a stand-up scene? Right. No, it, it takes place in a bar. A there's a, there's a deal the going the on in a, uh, in a bar, and then <laughs> the, Intel- <laughs> intelligence suggests that the, the suspect likes going to stand-up comedy bars. Uh, Guess we'll go. I like how I'm trying to build his movie for him. <laughs> the scene. <laughs> Maybe there's a, uh, a stand-up there's scene, scene in the in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm good. That was All right. my uh, Chris Tucker. All right. Yeah. So I only have uh, two picks left, and. Uh, like everyone's on their last picks now. I have two straight picks, and these are my last two, which are my wild card and my comedy relief. Um, just like Ryan, I also kind of went under the assumption that I was going with a, a, a supporting actress, but wild card, I'll still go with my actress, and I'm going to take Natalie Dormer. She was on my list too. Nice pick. Everyone loves Natalie Dormer. Who doesn't like Natalie Dormer? I mean, she's hot. I'm going to get all of the Game of Thrones fans who have been slighted by the end of Game of Thrones but still want to see some Natalie Wait, Dormer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. She's uh, Marjorie in, Tyrell, yeah, Mar- Game of Thrones. Marjorie Tyrell. She the was in Rush as well. You know Rush? Yeah. Uh, oh, hold up. Oh, the girl, the uh, Game of Thrones, the girl who gets naked. Yes, Game oh, of Oh, that one. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Well, who? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. She's one of the main girls that does it. No. You just go with your pick. I'm a Tudors. She's yeah. been in Tudors. Yeah, yeah Natalie Dormer is like a well-regarded... No, no. No. Well-regarded? Oh, yeah. Two things, and they're both TV shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rush movies. The one with Chris Evans. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Rush. Rush, yeah. Yeah. She was a stewardess. She was a nurse. That, uh, no, she was a nurse. Who watched that? I thought she was stu- well, she got <laughs> banged. She got banged by Chris Hemsworth. One more time. Yeah. One more time. And then, what's, and what's and then she was out. Natalie Dormer. <laughs> that's her job, yeah, is to get banged. That's, that's her job. In um, and uh, Casually Explained. Movie. The guy uh, Casually Explained on YouTube loves her. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's yeah. in. He gets like millions of views. She's like, what's it called? Like Ultimate Hot or something? Absolute Hot? Is Natalie Dormer. Look, a lot of nerds are going to love her. She's very cat-like in the face. Her face is very cat-like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I'm not super, like, impressed by the physical wow. attributes here. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I'm going to go with my comedy le- comedy relief role now. This is my last pick. I'm going to take Bill Hader. Okay. Um, Bill hold Hader's on. Great. How are you going to make that fit into this movie? i got to go back. Wait, one Pena. sec. One sec. We're going back. He ripped my Angelina Jolie pick for being too old. Do you know how old this chick is? She's 40. Natalie Dormer's 40? Bro, she does not look like 1982. So she's 39. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's great. Right. Still. Already but, lying. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, <laughs> she's a, I do what I gotta do to make my point. <laughs> she's a sporting actress. She's and she, she doesn't look still 40. Hot. Like, yeah. she looks yeah. like she's she looks like I'm she just be saying, Jolie was ripped for being too old. Jolie is way older than Natalie Dormer. But Got she it. looks years. like she's... Really? Yes. That's crazy. Guys. That's and she crazy. Looks, she looks 10 to 15 years older. Well, she's adopted 83 children from Africa. <laughs> it takes a toll. It definitely takes a toll. Stress. That's stress. No, but... Natalie Dormer has done, like, I think Natalie Dormer has done a little more, like, uh, more recent stuff than Angelina Jolie in terms, like, like what? Yeah, well, I think Game of Thrones, like, first of all, Game of Thrones is still, like, pretty. show. This is a movie. So what? It's, There's lots of people. Acting, yeah, yeah, so who, she can. Name one of the actors who's made it from Game of Thrones. Macy Williams is starting to do some stuff. Made it, I'm saying, in movies. Uh, Kit Harrington was in movies. What movies? MI5? That's like kind of 43. Amelia Clark was in that friggin' uh, movie with the that other guy. The Terrible Terminator? Yeah. yeah, okay, who else? She was in another movie it. with the fucking, what's his name? Hmm? 
Oh, uh, uh, me before you? Something Come red, on, bro. Me before you. Thank Come you. Come on, bro. Thank you. That's what it's called. Come on. No, <laughs> nobody's even made it. Guys, very few people yet. successfully go from TV to movie. It's hard. It happens. It's it hard. It's yeah, but you can do support, and that's it. It's just, you're talking about a supporting yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, asking supporting, someone to leave the movie. And then, supporting roles. Okay, fine. Maybe as a supporting. Yeah, that's fine. why I drafted fine. her. Fine. Supporting role. Do you know what? Fine. I think her and Michael Payne are going to be great together. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're just like Chris Tucker and Chris Plummer. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. Yeah, you guys kind of. This like, is a comedy. This is high five. Bill Hader, my comedy relief. Like he's all first right. of all, he's done some action stuff. Very good in Barry. All right. All right. He's fantastic in Barry, and Barry yeah. is one of the best shows on HBO. Yeah. in a long time. And um, he's a funny guy. So yeah. I think it's a he. He's one of those comedy relief guys that I actually can see him like playing a role versus mm-hmm. just like I don't he know can like, act. Some, uh, instead of a, a, sure. a okay. interjected uh, stand-up comedy routine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right. And that's my entire team. That's your so, team. Um, that's your cast. Yeah, my entire it's not cast. A team is a cast. My entire cast. Why don't, we, why don't we all finish and then we'll go through yeah, the team? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Right. Well, before, prior to when uh, we announce what our movies are going to be like, yeah, we'll okay. we'll run it down. All right. Okay. Oh yeah, Andrew, you go. Your last pick. All right, my last pick. The only spot left is director. And guys, I went, I went a little bit off on this one, but this is a quality pick. Okay, I'm not making movies here. I'm making films. Okay, I don't need a thousand screens across the country. <laughs> the same thing. I don't need Spider-Man colossal opening weekend. No, it's a film. Okay, it's a film, bro. I don't need a backing of studio. I'll produce a movie myself. I know how to get things done on a budget. Uh-oh. I'm making quality over here. You're gonna, you're gonna get Leo. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. a budget. <laughs> on a budget. Yeah. And a dead All Christopher right. Plummer. Right. Leo, we got Christopher Plummer and Chris Tucker. And sixty dollars. We have all of the Chris's. <laughs> I'm going for a niche following. I'm going right. for the movie that you never heard of, but it's got like a 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. How has nobody heard of this movie with Leo and Angelina Jolie? <laughs> and Christian Bale! L- limited release. Okay. Mm. Not a lot of screens. Uh, it's an indie film, man. Yeah. Are you going to Con or Sundance? You have to go to Andrew's basement and talk to this movie. <laughs> Clearly, you guys have caught on to what I'm doing. I'm making indies. And who better God, than man. to direct my indie than back-to-back Sundance Film Festival winner, oh God. Billy Walsh. He's a fictional character. He's not even real. <laughs> he could be real. He could no, what? he could you be real. No, I draw director. the line. No, that is no, the line. That you is the line. line. You're, you're going, you're going way. You are skirting the rules a little too <laughs> much here. Why don't you pick Vincent Chase? Vincent Chase can't act. How about Johnny? Also can't act. Oh, he won. He won. Johnny no. Drama won an Oscar. <laughs> this pick is critical to my plot, <laughs> and I think it's fair game. I oh, think God. no. I have no. to. I have to draw the line. You no, can't no, pick someone that doesn't him. exist. No, Whatever. Fine. Pick we'll, it. Fine. You know we've care. all picked our directors anyway. It doesn't matter. Okay. You can have your pick it. Okay. So to rehash your your oh we're gonna do that right? No. Well, just very quickly rehash your cast. You have a dead guy, a guy who doesn't exist. Guy who Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker. He's just yeah. Chris Tucker. That's right. <laughs> then two of the biggest A-lesters in the world. Yeah. Three, you, arguably three of the three, biggest. Three, and then you... And then, guy who's and then, living dead. And then you want to make an indie film. Okay. <laughs> and Kevin right. Spacey, right? Yeah. Living yeah. dead. Living and, dead. A guy, and a guy who's been canceled. <laughs> you, you're telling me you guys aren't excited to see this movie? Dude, I'm first online for this fucking movie. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear your plot. Ryan, pick your last guy. Okay, the only spot I have left is my supporting actor. And again, I'm going to go for a guy that's just like a solid actor. He's very good in everything. He's been nominated for Oscars. In fact, his name is Oscar. I'm going with Oscar Isaac. Nice. Everything he's in is fucking gold. I just love the way he acts. And also, it would be nice to get someone in my movie who isn't white. So I'm going <laughs> to go with a diversity pick here. You went Oscar. off-white? I went off-white this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. I like him. He's a good actor, right? Yeah. I mean, everything he's in, I like. You know what's funny? About, I have no knocks on the guy. You know what's funny about, about Oscar Skywalker. Isaac? <laughs> hate that movie, but he was good in it though. He was good. He, he was. He, he was, was the one saving grace. Isn't he? Isn't he in his own show? Yes. He yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's a it's a limited series. Yeah. It's yeah. no one wants that. You know what's funny about uh, you know what's <laughs> funny about I'm Oscar down. Isaac? I yeah? literally I watched watch X Machina yeah, today, it, uh-huh. and my girlfriend is like, "Oh, I don't know that guy. What else has he been in?" Oh, that's Oscar Isaac. that's a perfect supporting actor though, because he's he's that guy that everyone's like, "Oh, I know his face, but I don't know his name." But he's always good inside, in everything he's uh, in. Inside Lewin Davis. Lewin Davis. Yeah. yeah. But nominated for an Oscar movie. Guy can sing. He can play guitar. X Machine yeah. is a good movie. X Machina is amazing. Machina. Is it Machina or Machina? Machina. Is it Machina? Is it Machina? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. really. But it's, it's a machine. Movie. It's no, it's Latin. <clears throat> though. But it's Latin, yeah. yeah it's Latin, Latin brat. It's Latin brat. <laughs> X Machina. I don't know. Yeah. X Machina. I know you don't like it, but that doesn't mean that's yeah, not hey, how it's directed. Dennis Villeneuve, okay? Dennis Villeneuve directed X Machina. How are you gonna hire this guy? You gonna call him up? Hey, Dennis, get the hell off my phone. Hey, Dennis, can you direct this movie? I'm X Machina. X Machina 2. But wait, before you hang up, it's got Emma Stone. <laughs> How are you going to call Christopher Plummer? Uh, are you going to call his estate? <laughs> it's got Emma Stone, Michael Penn. <laughs> Say no more. Oh, God. Michael okay. B. Jordan. Okay. Oh, Jesus. How are you going to convince Michael B. Jordan to do this movie? What's the love interest? Him and Emma Stone? Oh, there, is no, there is no love interest. It's oh, a leading actress. What? It's not love interest. It oh, could be... Okay. I don't All have right. a love interest in this fucking movie. Keep me gay with Michael Pena. Who knows? All right. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's the love interest. Michael Pena? Okay, I'm watching. Okay, can yeah, we... Right? Michael B. Jordan and Michael Pena? I'm watching. Okay, can we... Can we make our last pick? Yeah. Okay. Matt, your last pick, and then we'll take a break, and we'll start... And we'll Did pitch Ryan our movies. Or yeah. Oscar Isaac. Oh, right. Oscar, yeah. Okay. So my leading man. Oh, last pick. the end. Saving the best for last. Yeah. I mean, my movie requires a fish out of water. That is the ultimate... Uh, any movie. There's a fish out of water, usually lead the every man, who gets thrust into a situation that they don't understand, but they're learning. And there's a Idris Elba to guide him along the way. My guy, Tom Holland. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. I yeah. like Tom Holland. Play Spider Man. You know he can do the action. Uh, the the devil all the time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good a really great movie. movie. Mm-hmm. And he's and good he's in it. Solid in yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm, you're setting I'm, yourself up for a franchise because he's like what 25 years old. There you go. That's the thing. That's the one thing I want to say about Tom Holland is like he's young. Like yeah. he he's young and he looks young. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to like be make a James sure that Bond style spy movie franchise with Tom Holland. But you also have to make sure that the the role fits like the person, right? So. Exactly. It does. That's why I mean, he's very calm. I mean, yeah. Matt's been planning this movie up for like years. <laughs> <laughs> and he just fit the bill. I want a boy to play a spy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we made all our picks. We're going to take a break. We are going to make sure that we hammer out exactly what our movie plots are. Ryan, to be very specific, the listeners out there, is going to literally ad-lib his. The rest of us like kind of have an idea of what we want to do. And uh, then we'll get back to you, and we'll pitch our movies and see how well they're received. All right, man, we are back. We are ready with our plots. We kind of had a general consensus that Matt's was going to be far and away the best, and we wanted <laughs> to give him as much time that. as he needed. So why don't you start well, by been running... been planning it for like six years. It's <laughs> yeah, been a long time in the making. So why don't you run through your cast quick one more time and then give us your plot. Okay, so this is like kind of like a passion uh, project for me. Like I thought of this idea a long time ago, and now I just finally got to put the faces to the names. Um, so, but the, and the, and the concept, the tone, so obviously director, first off, 
Edgar Wright. We're talking that baby driver, light-hearted, but also kind of dark, but also kind of fun and, like, action-driven. Obviously, this is an action movie pod. Um, but then, who's going to lead us off? We got Tom Holland, our leading woman. We got young Anne Hathaway, our supporting actor. We got Idris Elba, our wild card. Benicio del Toro needs no introduction as a wild card. He's a living, breathing wild card. Comedic relief. We got Jonah Hill. Who's funnier than Fat Jonah Hill? Uh, villain. We got Christoph Waltz, the one and only. So, <clears throat> my movie. Holland's. I'm gonna give you run through the plot for you guys. Holland's infamously controversial U of T professor. Christoph Waltz has a hot undergrad teacher's assistant, Anne Hathaway, that he dreams about, you know, and but she won't give him the time of day until one day he finds himself in the wrong university instant message chat with a suspicious nameless group. But the TA is not the only one with newfound interest in Holland. The TA, his best friend, Jonah Hill, and Holland get caught up in a high-speed chase around Toronto with international agents in pursuit. I like how this is set in Toronto. <clears throat> Local. Nice. A hardened CSIS agent. Canadian Secret Service. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe Holland's only way out of this mysterious game of cat and mouse. Sounds pretty generic off this jump. But now we're going to get deep dive into the what's actually going on in this plot here. All right, guys. The plot reveal uh, revolves, sorry, around a scientist slash professor, Christoph Waltz, and his two TAs slash disciples, Ooh. Hathaway, as they is one of them, as they kidnap homeless people in an attempt to clone Waltz so he can live forever. Mm -hmm. International agencies have heard rumblings of Waltz's efforts and have been trying to steal his technology, but have no leads. Until Holland stumbles upon their coded chat unprotected. CSIS agent Elb Elba picks up on the lead and is racing to track down Holland before any other agencies or mercenaries like Benicio del Toro can get a hold of Holland, believing him to be innocent. I like that. I like how you made Benicio a mercenary there. That <laughs> yeah. makes sense. That's good. That works. Also, plot twist. The TAs, we got Anne Hathaway. The second one's a dude, a younger guy. Already Christoph Waltz's clone. Yeah, so you find out at the end. That's his clone. Whoa. He's already successfully cloned himself. He has been stealing homeless people to try and recreate the event. Because oh. it doesn't work with other people's DNA off the jump. So he's trying to figure out how to make this work. Stealing homeless people because nobody even knows who they are. Nobody remembers them. You see them and you forget about them. There's an iconic uh, homeless guy that I remember from the movie theater in, in, in Morningside. Anybody who's been to the Morningside theater knows this guy. He's got a guitar. He's a homeless guy. And he sings a song, a little rhyming tune about you. As you walk through the doors, freestyle. <laughs> this guy is the opening homeless man in the movie as he gets kidnapped. Okay. Yeah. 
Anyways, okay, so that was really good. I no longer feel confident sharing my plot. <laughs> okay, wait. Well, no, no. We have a little question yeah, for you. Yeah, like, go for it. Like this is a time where uh, we can okay, start I, questioning. I got, a I got bit one. On I got one question. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys are giving me a hard time for not casting in the present. Right. However, your teacher yeah. and student are sixty-five years old and forty-five years old. Yeah, Anne Hathaway is older. I said young Anne Hathaway as the She's actress. A I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Christoph Waltz. Well, and also, Edris uh, Elba's name in is your he? movie is what? No, he's just the uh, CSIS agent. Oh, okay. So yeah. okay, I see. You didn't name. Was, I didn't name any of the characters. Oh, okay. My characters are all going to be named with their actor yeah. names. Because <laughs> yeah. like you know, Christoph Waltz, he's that like that teacher vibe of like, oh, let's be friends, but also he can be really sinister. alluring and sinister yeah. and pull people into his his ideologies. Okay, okay. So, I have a question, a logistic question. Yeah. Why doesn't Christoph Waltz's character use his clone to make more clones? You said it doesn't work if it's not the same person's DNA. So obviously there's a DNA, DNA. There's obviously a DNA issue. Like he could clone himself many times. Uh-huh. That's not the problem. But people don't know that until the end, right? Because they okay. think that he hasn't done this yet. Right. But it's only worked but once. The whole plot of the movie is he's yeah. doing it again, right? Right. He's looking for homeless people to do it again. Yes. Why can't he use his other clone to do it again? No, because it's other people's DNA. His DNA oh, will be the same as the other people's DNA. Exactly. Oh, he's gotcha, to recreate gotcha. it I thought he needed amongst... his own DNA. No, my, exactly. my mistake. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe I missed this. How does Tom Holland get into the the chat? Exactly. So, like, is he DM'd or something? Like, or... So, like, he's trying to get into a study group session with his peers, and one of the numbers is incorrect, and it leads him to a, a, a different chat. Like a Zoom chat or something? Or, like, uh, what do you mean, no? I'm not 100% familiar with the U of T chat situation. Right, okay, so like, you have to enter friend, in a code, and yes. like by happenstance, exactly, he ends up in a secret exactly. chat. Exactly, because movies, they're all about happenstance. Yeah, suspension and of disbelief. Exactly, yeah. There's um, a, there has to be a form I went to U of T, I was in some chats, not once did Anne Hathaway appear <laughs> in the group chats. <laughs> what? But see, that's, that's the point. So he doesn't know that Anne Hathaway's in the chat, they're all nameless. Right, right, right. And then, all of a sudden, now the TA is like starting to pay attention okay. to him. And the twist is she's obviously evil, but he thinks that she's kind of into him. And then she joins on the chase. Idris is, is finds them along the way. He saves them from an intelli- like another mercenary. But you got Benicio chasing them the whole time until close to the end. You know, this is interesting. Whatever. So Tom Holland, like even the spy movie, yeah. Tom Holland does not start out as a spy. No, he he's kinda, not a spy. That leads to potential sequels. Which exactly. I but big question, first of all, what is the on-screen body count? On this movie. On screen body count. Yeah, how many people are getting well, killed I'm here? Th- how many it, people are Benicio? Well, you got maybe a couple civilians from mercenaries that are coming in and missing Tom Holland. You got the... <laughs> <It's> crossfire kills. <laughs> crossfire, absolutely, it happens. And we're showing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's... <laughs> I got a, a specific... Four minute bleed-out scene <laughs> with fucking extra. <laughs> Just recreate Kent State. <laughs> like, I got a specific scene in mind where Idris Elba saves Tom Holland the first time from a British intelligence agent. Uh, on the bus, the British intelligence agent just like they're on the bus, and he's like talking to him, and then Idris comes and like kills the guy, slumps him back in the chair. They they nice. dip. He's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> this is when they first meet, and then he thinks he's being kidnapped, but it's actually in his favor. Anyways, these okay. are the ideas. Ooh, these are the this thoughts. Ha- this yeah. sounds like the Terminator. What's going what? on? Come with me. Absolutely. Because <laughs> Come how, with me if you want to so live. So many of these action movies are like that, where there's a guy who needs to be saved or is the main character who needs to be saved. But he doesn't know what's going on. Exactly. Fish out of water. Mm-hmm. You got that. He's the that, audience, he's the right? New. The audience has exactly. no idea what's going what on. Is, exactly. uh, what is Jonah exactly. Hill's role? Exactly. Jonah Hill's I mean, his best friend. Best he's friend. A, he's Just, a fat best friend. Of oh, course. Yeah. He's funny. That's He's a tag along. And what is, uh, what is the name of this movie? That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I have not I've, named my Is it called Good Question? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Starting right, Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that I, was I, good. There was, yeah. There That's was nice. Ideas, I'm impressed. Chris, you ready? Um, do you want to do the just spy movie versus spy movie and then sci-fi versus sci-fi? Or do you oh, want to I just don't think go? so, man. I don't <laughs> think so. Okay, you're still figuring out. Okay, I'll go with mine then. Yeah. I have a name for my movie. It's called Spartan Project. Spartan Project. Okay. Yeah. So, just a refresh. Not Project Spartan? No, Spartan okay. Project. All right. I like immediate like title Spartan. Spartan. <laughs> it's a working title. We can <laughs> a working title. You know what? We can we can switch. Well, it's back. not working for me. <laughs> My movie is called Project Spartan. All right, all right. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> all right. um, okay, so quick refresher. My director is Denis Villeneuve. Denis, not Dennis. Not like it. Um, leading man, Michael B. Jordan. Leading woman. Emma Stone, to everyone's chagrin, apparently. Uh, my villain, Tom Hardy. Supporting actor, Michael Pena. Wild card, Natalie Dormer. And my comedy relief, Bill Hader. Dog, your whole cast is a wild card. <laughs> Dude, at least all my guys are living. Slam on you. So, my genre, right? Like, sci-fi dystopian. We're going to go, fast forward, 2200. Hold up. No, 2,200. <laughs> How many of you guys are still alive in 2,200? No, it, it's not fast-forwarding reality. It's fast-forwarding the, the plot. It, you know, movies can like, sometimes take place in the future. <laughs> All my movies are in the past, including my cast. <laughs> including your cast. This entire podcast, you've been taking things really literally. So. All right, go ahead. All the right. movie is set in 2,200. Yeah. Global warming is in full swing right. and no longer is the world trying to hide the fact that corporations run the world and can run countries. Okay. Therefore, corporations can also buy super assassins. Okay. And can develop them. Okay. With, uh, we have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, refugee children. In a world where refugee children are purchased by corporations, they enhance them to turn them into super assassins to make sure that world leaders kind of follow the type of uh, policies that they want. Okay. We have our main hero, Michael B. Jordan, who's been purchased by the mo- the richest man in the world. So he's an assassin. He is a, he is a super assassin, okay. yes. That man dies, and he leaves the corporation to his son, played by Tom Hardy, the main villain, who has told Michael B. Jordan that you have to go and kill the leader of France. Okay. Just to put a random country in there. It really doesn't matter. Right. Um... When he goes to try to kill the leader of France, he finds that that leader has already been killed by a group of vigilante assassins that he doesn't know. This throws him back. He doesn't know what to do exactly. He ends up getting spiraled into a situation where he realizes that he has free will. He doesn't need to follow the the instructions of Tom Hardy and his corporation. This group of vigilantes, led by Emma Stone and Michael Pena, who's kind of like the her henchman there, a badass person. Michael um, Pena is a badass person. <laughs> what badass world? person. Okay, I guess in 2200, <laughs> Michael Pena is now jacked and a badass. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He, just kills, okay. he just kills people. Okay. Okay? Like, they're all okay. super assassins. They're all super assassins. Okay. All right. But vigilante they're doing crew. it for different reasons, right? He right. is being hired by Tom. Wait, by so a, the vigilante crew is also assassins? They're also, they're like also assassins, but they're doing it for okay. different Everybody's reasons. Everybody's an assassin. Yeah. Okay, got it. Basically, Michael B. Jordan's... So it's like Blade Runner 24 9 meets, <laughs> meets uh, the one, John, uh, John Wick. Okay. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so, and Michael B. Jordan obviously doesn't like hit his target with uh, the France leader, but then he falls in, finds the, these people who are vigilantes, realizes he has some free will, and starts questioning like what's going on with his life. 
basically it leads him to eventual final battle with Tom Hardy, who turns out he's also optimized with his own like super assassin shit because like he owns the corporation. And then there's like a huge fight at the end. So why is he fighting Tom Hardy? Because he realized that Tom Hardy is actually an evil person that is making him do his bidding, and he is a person of free will, and he decides that he doesn't want to do Tom Hardy's bidding. So instead of just, like, leaving, he has to kill Tom Hardy. Yes. So Tom Hardy seems like just a victim of the system that he's living in. No, not at all. He's, yeah. he's the, the perpetrator of the system. No, yeah. he's living in a world where literally every single person is an assassin. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the people the in people this movie. Sending the assassins. Right. Hey, so just the people in this. Assassin or an ascend- ascender of no, assassins. there's tons of normal people. <laughs> okay. There's tons of normal. They're just people. not in the movie. They're just not because like really <laughs> yeah. super. Okay. They, they die in the because movie because they're masking yeah. as assassins. No, no. Tom Hardy, like, let me like refresh this again. Tom Hardy's like father, who can be played by like an old. Dude, maybe like a Christopher Plummer, for example. Um, you can't have him. Whoa, you can't have whoa, him. Whoa. I know. Oh, so now, you like the pick. now you like the pig. Right. Bring him back from the dead. Maybe I'll go with Michael Caine. In 2200. Yeah. <laughs> you can resurrect actors. Chris Plummer's been dead for 210 years. <laughs> That's so, when he really shines. Tom Hardy being like a younger, but like also like a, a deluded and a very angry individual who wants to take the world for his own because he's the richest person in the world. Mm. Right, and mm. he's not happy with how certain people are leading their countries and putting uh, and putting restrictions on his uh, corporate um, profits. Right, yeah. so he sends these super assassins out. He doesn't sound that bad to me, though. Yeah. Sounds like he's just doing his like thing. It sounds like he's he was born to the wrong yeah, situation. He was, he was like his dad. Well, was he's like this he's this well, he's deciding this stuff. Like, maybe, okay, well, let me quick change. His dad won good. Tom Hardy's now like you know what we're changing things here. Oh, so oh yeah, now he's okay. the dick. Yeah, okay. yeah, so he's, he's the dick. Starts Tom, uh, Tom Hardy is the okay. dick here. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. So his and dad was like, a good guy. He's and a he better like, guy. Yeah, and he 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 took in Michael B. Jordan as like. Uh, we're gonna change you it from didn't being take him bad. He bought Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Right. Bought yes. but they can be. They can be good intentions. <laughs> in this, in right, this, right, right. No, 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 no. I'm changing this as we go. But first of all, corporate like corporations can purchase and sell these these assassins. They right. are their property. Yes. Right. Oh, so God. yeah. <laughs> Which but now I realize. Was, I don't <laughs> like Michael B. Jordan for this role anymore. But his dad was good though. But he right, wins. So now he a, wins. So, so it's Michael different. B. a slave. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh my you can goodness. buy Michael B. Jordan, and he becomes property. <laughs> you thought Kevin Spacey had problems? Wait till they get a little Chris's script. <laughs> it needs some reworks. It needs a little bit of a rework. But hey, okay. I like the the genesis is that corporations are running shit. They can kill leaders. Michael B. Jordan's that killer. Okay. He finds out that he doesn't need to kill, and because of that, he kills the so, Tom Hardy. So why did he? Why did he go? And become like why did this the vigilantes he was born just, the vigilantes did his wait, job for I him? I want to answer yeah. this question. You were asking questions that Chris does not have the answers to. <laughs> but that's the fun of this. You got to add yeah, your answers. I mean, we could do this all yes. day, okay, but okay, again, okay. we don't want to hold yeah. up. But this Ryan, is critical to no, no. Michael B. Jordan's character arc. No, right. Why does he go? I understand, but from, like, it's like, oh, somebody already did my job. Okay, great. I can just tell my boss. <laughs> no, but first of all, he's like, like no, why no, did you do no. my job? He follows them. He's like, oh shit, and then he finds their headquarters. He's trying to salvage this as he's going. <laughs> I'm trying to make this up as I'm going. Okay. Okay. I made Honestly, a very it wasn't, it wasn't basic that bad. Okay. It wasn't that bad. All right. All right. Why good. is it called Project Spartan? Is that the name of the Ooh, program? Yes. Mm. Why yeah. is it yeah. yeah. to buy these people? You're just yeah. giving him answers. No, that was literally it. I made a name and I made a very basic plot. Project Spartan, you take refugee children, you enhance them with, like, 20, 20, 2200 technology, so. they can do cool shit, they're Project Spartan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Ryan, man. Let's All right, I'm up. It's yeah. winning okay. Oscars. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ad-lib mine. I'm going to go, I'm going to run through my cast real quick. So the director is Chris Nolan. 
Right. Leading actor is Ryan Gosling. Leading actress is Margot Robbie. Supporting actor is Oscar Isaac. Wild card slash supporting actress is Scarlett Johansson. My villain is Edward Norton. And my comedic role is Ryan Reynolds. So I'm going to do something a little different from you guys. I know you guys gave like the elevator pitch. I'm going to do like a, an added trailer kind of thing. I like it. I'm going yeah. to give you guys like a trailer. It's going to be down. like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, and then you can ask yeah. me questions. Please tell your questions to the end because okay. I'm just gonna, right. I, I need to have my creative juices right. flowing. Gotcha. Whenever you're ready. Should, Should we put some it? music on or something? No, no, no. No music. Oh, yeah. I'm doing this acapella. Okay. In a world where all drugs and alcohol are illegal and prostitutes are also illegal. Even popping so much as a Tylenol will get you thrown in prison and like summarily executed. One man goes on a mission to have some fucking fun for once in his life. And that man is Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling goes on this mission, right? And he's accompanied by his um, cyborg Uber driver. He's played by Oscar Isaac. And they they go on some crazy adventures. It's like some zany shit. Trying to find that, like, nose candy or, like, whatever they can find. <laughs> but, but wait, there's, uh, there's a problem because there's uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton plays the, the chief of the fun police. So Edward Norton wants to kill Ryan Gosling, like, really fucking bad. Just those two, they have bad blood, right? They have just bad blood. They don't like each other. Norton wants to kill Gosling, so he's sending his fun police agents at him. Ryan Gosling and Oscar Isaac are fighting off these agents, just trying to find some fun, some cocaine or this whatever. This is a they red band before. trailer, by the way. This yeah. is a red band trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and and also Margot Robbie and Scarlett Johansson are in the movie, and they play <laughs> they play a robot prostitute and a g- grandma, like an old grandma, but but she has Benjamin Button disease, so she's still young and hot. <laughs> 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 And then, and then, uh, and then Ryan Reynolds is, and Ryan Reynolds comes in, and he uh, he plays Deadpool, basically, but with more violence and more swearing. <laughs> but he's not Deadpool. He's he's Ryan Reynolds dressed as Deadpool. He doesn't have any powers. It's just a dude in cosplay, and he adds some. He, you know, he's fun, and <laughs> some crazy shit happens when he gets involved, and like you're gonna be leaving this movie thinking, wow, that was crazy. That was pretty good. <laughs> and it's called. And hold on. I'm getting there. Uh, if you liked the new Star Wars movies, you're not going to like this movie because your taste is fucking Philistine. And if you didn't like Ryan Gosling and Drive, fuck you. Because <laughs> this is all about Ryan Gosling in that style. <laughs> this summer, Ryan Gosling is Mr. Party Time. <laughs> And the movie's called the movie's called Party Time. Okay, that's rated great. R, rated that's R, for, for just Ryan. an obscene amount of nudity. Right, right. really. And rated ladies, R. if you wanted to see Ryan Gosling's penis, now's your chance to see it thirty feet high, just dangling on the silver screen. <laughs> so, I have some relating questions. to July twenty eighth. Oh, some serious. Before we go into questions, this is probably the perfect follow up to Tenet. Like this is the per- <laughs> like this is. This is, it's basically a this sequel. Is, yeah. This is Christopher Nolan on that like on acid acid trip after he <laughs> tenant he saw the n- box office numbers for Tenant and he was just like more confusion. Let's hit yeah. it. Let's yeah. let's go nuts with this. Yeah, I, I only have one question. Um, I mean, I have a lot, but I'm only gonna ask one. 
Who? Which chick was Benjamin Button? Oh, that was oh, my question yeah, too. That's a good question. Oh, that's for the audience to decide. And why? <laughs> it, that's a twist at the if, end. Was it like one of those interactive movies? Wait, 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 hold up! I'm not done. If she's Benjamin Button, but you have her cast as like the prime age. Where she right? Why did she have to have a disease at all? Because she's like eighty, but she looks like she's like thirty. She's right. She's got experience. Now the oh, interesting thing about Ryan's movie is it's only used for those Oculus VR things. So mm. You can actually play Ryan Gosling of course. in it, but um, you also see him a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of interactive scenes. It's so interactive. <laughs> I can't believe you ad libbed that. I was laughing. That's thoroughly. amazing. That was pretty good. You're going to have the creative juices wow. flowing for this guy's wow. Yeah. It's called I, Party I Time. I love when you told us time. that yeah. your two girls were in the movie. <laughs> Just in case. They're, they're in the movie. <laughs> yeah. They're prostitutes. Well, i got to include one them. One is draft 80. Them and not talk about <laughs> <laughs> one is 80 and one's a robot. Andrew, what's your movie? Okay, so I don't I don't think I can even go. There's no way you guys let me get through this. No, go. Just go. Yeah, just go. I'll just start and then just let me, tell me when you when you want me to stop. No, no, no. Okay. What's, you what's the name of your movie? Do you want to start with that? Um, I'll, we'll I'll start with your cast. You, I'll let you know at the end. Okay, my cast yeah. was uh, DiCaprio, um, Christian Bale. My girl was uh, Angelina Jolie. I had Chris Tucker as my funny man. Um, Chris Plummer. Christopher Plummer as my old man and my <laughs> supporting actor. All right? You <laughs> and my director was Billy Walsh. Uh, you so, also had right. um, Kevin Spacey. Yes. And my villain, obviously, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Right. He's yes. already been canceled in yes. this movie. So, yeah, yeah, he didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so first of all, my entire film is being shot in Spanish. Oh, okay. wow. Did anybody see Roma? Interesting choice for Chris Tucker. <laughs> Chris Tucker. <laughs> uh, we're in Colombia. Okay? Donde esta? Yeah. Oh, so this is why you need Billy Walsh. <laughs> yeah, Billy Walsh, we're going back to Medellin. This is his redemption story. Uh, oh, here's the plot. Okay, so Medellin word. Too. Yeah, <laughs> Medellin the sequel. Uh, Originality, <laughs> big. <laughs> Not a thing. Yeah. Word has circulated that Pablo Escobar left a hidden message for his nephew, Chancho Escobar, played by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> what oh the God. fuck? Chancho oh Escobar? Yeah. What is this, like, what fucking... What if Chris Tucker was <laughs> Nacho Libre? Chancho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stipulating that the majority of his drug money is now buried throughout Colombia. In his instructions he left for the nephew, Pablo instructs his nephew uh, to find the money and use it to build an army within Colombia to take revenge and overthrow the government and allow for the Escobar lineage to rise to power again, okay? Right. Okay. Um, so Kevin Spacey is Pablo Escobar's nephew. <laughs> correct. You went right. with a white man for this role. No, what? no, guys, he's acting. He's <laughs> acting. First of all, first of all, also, Pablo, you got around, okay? Okay. So, yeah. But, but he's, he's like, like full white. Though. But it's his nephew. So his, uh, his sister <laughs> got around with a white dude. That sure. Right. And now and I can Kevin see Spacey it plays this half Latino more. guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Okay. It's kind of uh, like it's like Al Pacino playing. You know, Scar- this Scarface is definitely or, like this is definitely okay. the most realistic movie we've got so far. So far, so keep far. going. Continue. Okay. Or even so, uh, Carlito's way. Yeah. Sure. Even. Uh, so to foil um, his plans, the CIA sends their two best operatives, uh, played by Leo and Angelina, good-looking couple of operatives, if you ask me. To foil the Colombian regime change plans, right. mm-hmm. they enlist the help of a World War II refugee, Yuri Wunderbar, <laughs> played by Christopher Plummer. Obviously, and he's half Russian, half German. Correct. Oh, <laughs> what? What is? What is his? Uh, Yuri. No, no. What is his? Uh, <laughs> Wunderbar. No, no. Before. 
his, his title? World War II refugee. And, wa- and why do they need a okay. World War II refugee to help with uh, <laughs> Pablo to Escobar's nephews? Uh, <laughs> Where does this take place? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, just, yeah. well, it makes sense with Christopher Butler. Yeah. You could be. <laughs> You're gonna have to watch the movie. Unfortunately, I did not. I did not put why they needed Christopher Plummer in this movie. Okay, it wasn't in there. Okay. Along the way, our two operatives must battle Christian Bale, who, in his shape-shifting ways, as he does, as my wild card, is a fat crack addict. How? How? Wait, wait. So how much weight? How? How much weight? What's the poundage? Uh, I'm gonna go two forty-five. I'm gonna go all-time big. Fat crack addict. Is there such thing as a fat crack addict? This is new crack addict. That's a, that's a, yeah, new crack addict. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. okay, I'm going back to my script here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, fat crack addict who was promised more crack by Chancho Escobar <laughs> if he helps take down <laughs> our two detectives. Uh, however, hold up. He is inevitably foiled, Christian Bale is, and karate chopped. Kapow. By um, uh, Chris Tucker. Did, did Becca write this? No. <laughs> did you dog write this? I, I like... probably should have asked for some help. Uh, and karate Chris Tucker chop. in my movie is an unnamed cameo, so he doesn't get a name. He just uh, karate chop. Yeah. Yeah. He's karate the one chop man number one. Yes. Oh, but not Jackie Chan. But where's no, the Jackie Chan's not in my movie? He could but where's the crack where's addict? He could be another crack addict. But where, no, but where's the? Like, nah, I'm not down for all this. Uh, yeah, where's the comedy right. relief? When's it like funny? Stand up. Yeah, he's uh, a crack addict. That's funny. Yeah, that was. Is that it was really funny movie. to watch a black man be a crack addict? Then? <laughs> Beside uh, Christian Bale as a fat crack addict. Wait, is there not yeah, a scene good. where he does a tight five at a comedy club? No. Oh. In fact, there are no more scenes because that's the end of my movie. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I have. So they can, don't. Can there they be a post credit? They don't scene? kill. Uh, you gotta watch the movie to find out. Maybe Chancho makes it. What's your movie called? Um, a movie is called uh, Chancho. Chancho's <laughs> Return. Okay. Chancho, yeah. redemption story. Yeah. Chancho, <laughs> I need to borrow some sweats. Yeah. What do you guys think? Wow. Good stuff. Andrew, Great your movie. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's an easy seven point five IMDb. I think so too. <laughs> you go like you and Sharknado are like right <laughs> That's there. Yeah. yeah. Sharknado, huge success. Huge success. <laughs> Many sequels. Money so. making. Well, movies. I mean, like, yeah. If Sharknado came with like. I think we came up with like four movies that are probably better than Sharknado. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sharknado with some sequel. Uh, Mine's got t- a ton of sequel potential. Yeah. <laughs> party time two. <laughs> All right. Party two, party time two, party with a number two. Do we want to award an overall winner, cast and plot? I mean, I'll take it if you guys want to give it to me. <laughs> It's going to be tough, and we're all oh, pretty man. biased. Why don't we just leave this to the listeners? I think that's the best way to do yeah, this. DM, DM our, uh, our our Instagram page, at the Inquisitive Bro. Let us know who you think I'll throw the some, best. I'll throw uh, some posts up. You can put it in the comments. Let us know what was your favorite, who you voting for. Uh, me, Matt, Ryan, or Chris. First of all, let's go with the names. First, Project Spartan. Are we going with Project Spartan here? Yeah, uh-huh. okay. Project Spartan. Project Spartan is a great name. Strong yeah, name. Strong strong, name. strong actors. Or are we going with Chancho's Return? The unknown ending. <laughs> Chancho's Return. <laughs> like, the not even based on a sequel. Like, it's not even a sequel. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the He's returning movie. from what? <laughs> it's the return, though. <laughs> he was away at camp. <laughs> He's returning. Oh, man. Oh, man. Have either of you two named your movies? I have a name. Uh, party time. Party, party time. time. I have a name mine. Party, party time. Working title. Working title. Matt's on a movie. Guys, this was a blast. This was so a blast. Much fun. We will have to do this again. Again, thank you for listening. If you liked it, let us know. We can do more stuff like this. This was good. Oh, yeah. We'll do some more actor fantasy drafts. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Down. See ya. Thank you. Thank you.